Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all fair and well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are delighted for you to tune in today on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a wonderful show today, Teaching Through Stories, with our amazing guest, Petra Nicole. You know, our stories can be so enlightening and empowering, and they connect us to our humanity. Storytelling sparks our imagination and curiosity, and it is a powerful way of communicating our ideas and experiences. And it's a way of giving and sharing wisdom, passing on the truths of life and valuable lessons. And it gives us insight into our own lives and helps us make sense of our own life experiences. And we can inspire others to find their voice. And today, our amazing guest, Petra Nicole, she's joining us from Oregon, has a unique skill and talent in creating stories. Whether it's fiction or nonfiction, her books are filled with profound knowledge and wisdom that is helpful to others. She's an international best-selling author, intuitive coach, mentor, and Revealing Conversations podcaster. Her life's purpose is to empower others to stop ignoring their intuition and start stepping up to their highest potential. Petra uses her books as empowering teaching tools with valuable lessons. And among the books she has authored include Petra's Ashes, A Transcendental Journey, and her four-part billionaire series. She started her own publishing company, Petra Publing House, in order to help people get their stories out. So now I welcome Petra Nicole again joining us today from Oregon on our show today, Teaching through stories. Welcome, Petra, to our show today. Well, good morning, Jean. It's such a pleasure to be here again. You know, I, I always love for us to connect, and I must share with our listeners that we came to know each other as re- other, other as a result of being authentic messengers in the book Life Sparks Life Stories to Illuminate, Inspire, and Ignite. And I was on your radio show, Revealing Conversation. So I am grateful to you for returning to our show today on such an empowering topic, teaching through stories. Petra, tell us about your life, your passion, and what really inspired your work? Well, you know, I grew up in a, a small town outside of Munich in Bavaria, Germany, And uh, I had this very blessed little life. And at age nine, I became very, very ill and had a near-death experience, which really changed my entire trajectory of of my journey. 
I uh, went through the tunnel. I had an encounter with uh, Jesus. And I was later on very disillusioned with uh, Catholicism and was very, very confused. And my journey took on this life that I felt I had to share with other people. And you know how you sometimes feel, Jean, and I know you go through this too, where you feel you're watching your life 40,000 feet up. I felt like sometimes I wasn't really, I thought, why are all these things happening to me? There must be a reason. I can't just, you know, what if I suddenly die or something happens to me and then that story goes untold. And I know there's so many people out in the world that feel this way, that feel that they need to get their story out. And so, you know, after my NDE, even though I was only nine years of age and and had this extraordinary experience, which I go into detail in my book, Petra's Ashes, um, I became a seeker. And I meant a seeker to find the truth of why we're here. What are we really doing on this planet? And why is everything such a mess right now? You know, a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed and fearful and hopeless. And and so that is the reason why I wrote these books. And um, after my mother passed away, I was only 16 years old. I had to really go on a major walkabout and journey to find myself and to get some answers. Mm-hmm. And this led you to write your spell-binding memoir, <laughs> Peach's Ashes, A Transcendental Journey, right? Yes, it did. And, you know, at, at, at 17, I moved to London and I was exposed to war in Iran. I was exposed to corruption. I was exposed to all the things that I was never prepared for. I had... Um, incidences in my life where I thought, you know, what is the point of being in this world if all of these things are so dark that are happening? Like the war in in the Ukraine with Russia right now and everything that is going on. And so I had a conversation with Jesus and I said, you know, if you really, if you really do save people, then you better show up. I mean, I need to have a conversation with you. And <laughs> my deadline and which is really funny and I, and I said if you don't show up by that date I'm going to take my own life because there's no point for me to be here and so he did show up and I was only 18 years old and the conversation with Jesus was so extraordinary because he literally showed up in his full glory and his uh, face was illuminated blue and his eyes shot these laser beams of love into my body. And uh, he told me I was on the right path and that he had nothing to do with the institution. And uh, he dipped me in rose oil and told me that the body is a temple of God and that he will send me a teacher. And so after all this happened, uh, I felt I was on cloud nine for the next three months, uh, telling everybody that the body is a temple of Christ or God. And people, 
I think I lost a lot of friends during that. <laughs> I had gone a little bit crazy. But the next thing that happened after that, uh, fast forward that five years from 18 to 23, I my teacher finally showed up that Jesus said was, was going to come for me. And so I went to India and met my Radha Swami uh, teacher, Takar Singh, uh, and, uh, and went on the path of the masters in pursuit of enlightenment. And during those 11 years of my journey with India and different ashrams, I had an encounter with Hanuman, the monkey god. And I had uh, later to learn how to practice more grounding meditation because I was so far out of my body that a friend of mine said to me, who is a, who is a very well-known medium, uh, she told me that I had to get in my body and become grounded, or I should just check in and live in a cave in India and be a yogi. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so a lot of these details are in my book, Petra's Ashes, especially the story with Hanuman is very funny and uh, it's highly entertaining. And I, I would love for your readers to uh, find out about that. Um, I, really love telling stories and I didn't really know how much until one day at a retreat that I was teaching, I had a sweat lodge and a Native American medicine woman came and she laid out all the, the grandmothers. There were 12 of them on the ground and I had to run into the house. And when I came out, there was only one left and it was this raggedy doll looking thing that I really didn't want to pick up. And she said, well, that's the storyteller. And I, and I realized in that moment, Oh my God, I'm a storyteller. You know how sometimes in life, somebody will say something to you and you realize that they have, this is the message for you and you only. And for me in that moment, it was clear that I teach people through story, even when I do biofeedback sessions with my, I'm a life coach as well. And I use story a lot to teach people certain pieces that they need to understand and they can't remember them if I just go into the technicality, but they will remember it if I tell it in a story. Yes, it's something about stories that are intriguing that captures the attention and interest of people because they see themselves through our stories or, you know, even look at what they can accomplish as a result of that. And Petra, you really went through it all. I mean, the NDE, the loss of your mother, the war, you know, your encounter with Jesus that was life-saving. And mm -hmm. you really found your purpose that was crystal clear through your journey, right? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm grateful every single day that I had a chance to find even the time you know nowadays people are so busy with we're living in the technological age i mean people are running 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 making things happen and you know it's not easy to just hold still and reflect on what is really going on in our lives and i'm, I'm sure a lot of your listeners would be would identify with that right now don't you agree gene that yes that all things are a little bit crazy on our planet and we have too many gadgets, too many cell phones, too many iPads, too many of everything. <laughs> so. Yes. 
And you're going to talk to us a little bit about or later about being conscious creators and what we can do in our everyday life. And I want to come back to the art and the uh, this connection with storytelling. And when you were telling your story, I thought about my own life experience when I was going through that dark night of the soul, that existential crisis, wondering what, why am I here? I mean, what's the purpose? And, you know, uh, during that time, I was kind of like an overgiver, people pleaser. And I was just down to like 120 pounds. It just it was almost like a death's door. And, you know, I kind of looked at myself in the mirror. I said, I need help. Please help me. And then I was taken here uh, uh, away to a beautiful transformative journey where I spent six months in Malaysia. And after that, I, I kept a journal every day, wrote my first book, The Long Journey Home, which really was all about love. And we, and Peter, we never know where our journey and our stories will take us. And uh, I just briefly would like to share that as a result of me writing my book, The Long Journey Home, my own memoir, uh, I entered a contest and was one of 35 global award winners in the fourth annual transformational uh, author experience writing contest. And so my writing journey began. (laughs) So we never know, you know, the winding path. And I think it's important to you know, follow through on what we receive and have the courage to, you know, move forward and do what we're inspired to do. Well, congratulations uh, on your book. And I know you're an amazing writer. And so it's a a real uh, pleasure to meet uh, a like-minded person like yourself and uh, be on your show today. So, yeah. Well, as we shared before, you know, we both were (coughs) authentic messengers in Uh, the book that I indicated earlier. Uh, But when we talk about becoming a writer and uh, uh, storytelling, you shared, you know, the the importance of it. And, you know, what are the, can you spell out the the benefits of, uh, uh, for ourselves, sharing our stories? Because a lot of people, they're caught up in guilt and shame and Mm -hmm. fear and, uh, uh, a lot of resistance to writing or sharing. And we all, what I've found, Peter, is that we all are connected in this human experience of life. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I, I actually, at one point, I, when, I, when I first started writing, it was really interesting to me because in the, in the moment that I said, you know, I'm a writer, if I met somebody new and I shook their hand and I said, what do you do? I said, I'm a writer. Um, and they, they asked the next question about what's your book about? And I said, it's an autobiography. And then the immediate response would be, well, I want to write a book. Yes. I want to write a book. So that was uh, uh, really enlightening for me to realize that everybody has that, well, most people have that desire to get their story out. So I thought a lot about how to respond best to my friends and people I encounter on a daily basis that say to me, I want to write a book and they don't know where to begin. overwhelming at first so i uh created a a a funny workshop and the title is how to write a book in 48 hours (laughs) and was sold out (laughs) Mm. and and petra it speaks to the fact that everybody has a story to tell 
<clears throat> you know, and they don't know how to go about it. I teach a transformational writing, uh, uh, how to find your voice class. And, you know, I, too, experience people who want to, you know, have a different experience with themselves mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, to make sense out of their lives. And, you know, a lot of people in my classes had jobs and, you know, were getting through the day with their jobs. And when I asked them, well, why are you in this class? They're like, I want to connect back with myself. You know, and that's so important. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, and it does do that. It, it really connects people back into who they are. Uh, for me, it was, you know, oh, now I don't have to tell my story anymore. It's in a book. If you <laughs> know who I am, just read my book. So yes. I, it was and a you- lot. <laughs> you know, some people I found that they said, well, I just want to write my story for myself or write my story to share with my family or someone, to, uh, you know, get it out there uh, to a larger audience. So our purposes may vary, you know, in terms of why we uh, would like to write and even share our own stories. But one of the things that I'd like for you to maybe discuss briefly before we go on break and we can continue this uh what does writing really do for us individually from what you, you, you have found? Well, I just uh, finished uh, publishing a book for someone. It's actually a close friend of mine, Ron Blair. He's the tiny home guy. And he was responsible really for, uh, is responsible for bringing tiny homes out, of to the, out into the world. And one day we were on a ski trip and he was there and uh, something had happened in his life where one of his good friends died suddenly. And uh, he asked me, you know, if he should write a book. And I said, yes, you should write a book. I have a publishing company, you know. (laughs) And and we started this process of getting his book uh, put together. And I saw a massive transformation within him. And he will tell you this directly, that his life has completely transformed since he got his story out. Because he felt he was complete with that chapter of his life. That, that's so important. And we're going to continue with a discussion on that after break. But I think we're ready for a brief commercial break. So stay tuned for more on teaching through stories with our amazing, amazing guest, Petra Nicole. She's joining us today from Oregon, an international bestselling author, intuitive coach and mentor. And she has her own public publishing company, Petra's Publishing House. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish-ConsciousLoving.com. 
That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish Dash Conscious Loving dot com, or click the link on the Love Light Show page. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now, and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascension.com library.org Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. 
Jennifer. Welcome back to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest today, Petra Nicole. She's joining us from Oregon, an international best-selling author, intuitive coach, mentor on our show today, Teaching Through Stories. And Petra, before we went into break, you were sharing uh, uh, how stories, uh, you know, the benefits of stories for ourselves and sharing our stories. And you were sharing the story about the gentleman you helped with the tiny house that who wrote the book, The Tiny House Guy. <laughs> well, the tiny home guy. The tiny home guy. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> He's very famous. He used to drive through the United States with a with an RV and a tiny home in the back. And everywhere he went, people would always stop him. So, <laughs> <laughs> And you uh, inspired him to share his story. I did inspire him to share his story, and he has quite a story to tell. He's a little bit of a celebrity here in Washington, near Tacoma, and he just finished his book, and it was kind of uh, interesting how two years ago we actually had already uh, wrapped up the book, but he became very, very ill and then survived it. And now he just got back from Belize. In fact, I just saw him two days ago <laughs> at my house. And uh, he had just returned from Belize and had a contract for 600 tiny homes. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. We never, again, we never know where our writing journeys and that inspiration <laughs> will take us that will serve for the greater good. And so. <laughs> when we when we uh, share our stories, and to me, it enabled me to connect the dots, to gain more awareness on the continuity of events in my life and the mm-hmm. signposts and common themes. And it also enabled me to really look back and see how much I've grown and, you know, looking further in terms of what I needed to do to, you know, become better and to live my purpose. So what are your thoughts about that in terms of uh, what uh, our own writing our stories can do for us before you move into conscious creation? <laughs> well, I, I really believe after, you know, writing, I have about six books uh, right now, and I feel that if I, if I suddenly left this planet there would be this little piece of me that would still be here, maybe just for my son or maybe for my nephews and my nieces in Germany, you know, that didn't have a chance to really grow up with me. And I I just encourage people to get their stories out. So if there is anything that has been unsaid or anything that is uh, on their heart or on their mind, uh, it needs to be written so that people can remember Mm-hmm. And it is it is transformative. It's extremely transformative. When I uh, taught the uh, how to write a book in 48 hours and the, the workshop was sold out, I had uh, 12 people there or so. And it was beautiful because everyone, even though the stories were very different, everyone had a different theme. But one of the people was uh, a detective and police officer for years and years and years. And she had all these stories that happened to her that gave her some PTSD. And it was really important for this to be written so that she could look at it 
like we said earlier, from 40,000 feet up in the air, it suddenly becomes the story like a movie rather than this thing that is so heavy and sits in, uh, you know, in your neck for years and years. And so I think it's, it's therapy, really, in a way. It's very, very powerful, powerful therapy. I love what you said. Our stories can be healing. And you know, uh, stories can release this tension like you, you you just indicated because people become trapped in the memory of uh, mm-hmm. events and our stories are opportunities to release and share. Yes. So, so thank you for sharing that. And Petra, you talk about us as, uh, being conscious co-creators. What does that mean? What does that look like? And how do we get there? So when we were just speaking about writing our story and what you had just said just now in this moment of how it catches you, you know, so if there are unresolved thing, it keeps you in the past, you keep thinking about the past, but how can you become a conscious co-creator? Obviously, we can't be living in the past if we want to become a conscious co-creator, because co-creation means we're creating with the creator, right? And so if if I had to have a conversation with God, what would he want for me the most is to become a conscious co-creator of the divine plan. And then God would celebrate for us. Because we have to recognize that we are part of God. And that we can imagine that if we turn the mind off for just a moment, jumping from the past to the future and then back again, like this little monkey mind that, that we all have to deal with in this world and more now than ever. Because we're not sitting like 300 years ago, we sat uh, with women around a fire and knitted something or major parties or whatever. Things are moving very, very, very fast. So people are not having the time to listen to the storytellers around the fire, to, to get the meditation or to breathe and to get closer to enlightenment that way. And so the key to all of this is to quiet the mind. And how do we quiet the mind? I mean, I know a lot of people listening right now are probably laughing and saying, oh, my God, yeah, quiet the mind, try that. That's pretty funny. How do I quiet my mind? (laughs) I spend 11 years in meditation trying to quiet my mind and reach enlightenment. And, you know, how people always say, okay, so are you enlightened now after 11 years? I said, well, not enlightened, but perhaps I'm, um, maybe it's a little bit easier for me to quiet the mind than it is for someone who is in a corporate job with 200 people to manage, you know? So to become conscious and and enjoy the gifts of the universe, we have to become still so we can listen to our inner being and our intuition is connected to that. And so having quietness, how do do we really get there when you have to worry about paying your rent, paying your electric bill, paying the food bills. Like right now, everything is so expensive and we are in a recession. <laughs> about it. And, and how, how are people surviving right now? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's really, really tough out there. 
at the moment. And so I say to the little things, uh, like I remember Joe Vitale, who was on this movie, The Secret, he said he was homeless, living out of his car. And all he could be could find that he was happy about was this little tiny pen that he had. And so he would practice gratitude for an hour a day just to possess this one uh, pen that he had in his pocket. And it transformed his life. And so we must find ways to remember that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel that we can shift. And by quieting the mind and not living in fear and worry constantly, we can get there. Mm. So, Yes, quieting the mind, very important. And Petra, you talk about the, <clears throat> the magic of living in the power of now. Yeah. What can we gain by living in the now? And how does this help us with creating our stories? So for, for your listeners again, and I know you've already experienced this because you've done a lot of work around this. When we quiet the mind, we can truly partake in the magic of all that is. And what does that really mean? So uh, an example of that, putting my storyteller hat on a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's like Neo in the Matrix, right? When he finally figures out and doesn't have to fight anymore because he went inside the program and becomes the conscious co-creator of the program where the bullets couldn't hurt him anymore. So quieting the mind and living simply go together. And it is the most important part is to quiet the mind enough that we can sit in the stillness of the moment. And in the moment, when we reach that special place or the meadow, I call it the meadow because that meadow is peaceful, placid. It is enchanting and magical. And you can literally smell the flowers and you can smell the grass and you can hear the rippling stream by you. And when we get to that place, the world is okay. And we're coming out of one dimension and we're stepping into the fourth and fifth dimensional field. And that's what a lot of people are learning right now is to realize that we're not just stuck in this 3D reality. Mm. Mm. Perfect. But how do we get there, Jean? You know, I, my, my guru, my teacher always said, you have to simplify, simplify, simplify. And, and live with less, because the more we have, the more frustration, the more desire, the more distraction. So we don't own the things, they own us. Yes. yes. You know, he, he would often say that the, the, the things we buy have a shackle around our ankle. Mm. Like now I have a bigger house. Well, now I have to clean more rooms. <laughs> So I have less time to meditate. You know, I lived in mansions. I lived in tiny homes. I lived in tents. I mean, I love little houses because there's less to do. (laughs) I don't want the mansion. I don't want the fancy car. I don't want all that fancy stuff because it is, it takes away from my peace. If I have a new car, then I'm worried somebody might scratch it. You know, we were talking earlier about uh, that the simplifying life and 
Mm-hmm. You know, I know we who doesn't want to have money to do, be able to have a fuller life or whatever. And we were talking about the attachments of, you know, people who are very wealthy, you know, having to know who can I trust or, or yeah, or there's more to manage, more to take care of. And we're not, uh, you know, by any means discounting uh, wealth because wealth enables us to experience the fullness of life. But what when we're talking about simplify, you know, uh, and, and not only just uh, from a material aspect, but releasing mental clutter, releasing uh, uh, expectations, you know, the, the, the emotional and uh, mental aspects of living a simple life beyond just the physical attachments that we have. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I know a billionaire <laughs> and I got <laughs> that uh, there is not more peace in that person's life. That person works seven days a week, 16 hours a day, managing things because there's so much to do. And so, I don't know. I mean, everyone has a different journey in this life. And for some people, it's great to be ultra wealthy. I am around uh, relatively wealthy people uh, quite a bit. And I don't see anybody any happier than the guy I meet on the lift when I'm skiing that has maybe uh, an RV that he lives out of. Mm, Yes. Like you say, everyone is on their own journey. You know, and your journey takes you different places and we have to appreciate our journey. And uh, I think as you talked about becoming conscious co-creators, being present. And to me, when you're present, you are aware, you pay attention. Uh, Like for me, as I pay attention and become more aware of myself and my surroundings, I get the inspiration to write about something. (laughs) So a lot of times you miss your life uh, and you miss what's going on uh, uh, by not being present. Mm -hmm. Very true. And that is exactly why I wrote the billionaire series. (laughs) Because. Because I had the story is uh, basically very quickly here. I know we don't we get ready for another break, but the story is about a billionaire who uh, is growing up in in very you know in forty billion with parents that are wealthy and so forth, and he has some bad habits, and he passes away. And right before he passes away, he goes to a secret society that promised him that in his next life, he will make all his money back if he gives them 90% of his wealth. And so he does. And then he goes into the afterlife and meets his guide, Michael. And Michael takes him through life review. And and after that, he wants to be a poor person in Kolkata. (laughs) And then Michael says, sorry, but you made a deal. You have to come back as a rich person. And so he's born in Oregon as this little boy, Eli Evans, in Brownsville, Oregon, with hippie parents and becomes the most famous musician in the world. And on his 25th birthday, Michael shows up like the man in the mirror. He comes through the mirror and tell him, tells him that it's now time for the teachings to begin. <laughs> so it's the story of the billionaire rock star and his guide, Michael, to take him through all the spiritual lessons uh, that I so gracefully received in India from my teacher. 
So you interweave this billionaire series, your four-part series, into these <laughs> spiritual and life lessons in, in such an eloquent way. Beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, you have fun with your writing and, uh, uh, as you indicated, being a conscious co-creator when you quiet your mind and when you, you get into that stillness, into that zone, <laughs> inspiration comes messages comes, ideas come, it stimulates your imagination. And we're going to talk more about how to overcome writing blocks. And uh, Petra shared a wonderful golden light meditation that's available for listeners, I think on my banner page, but Petra will share more about the guiding light meditation and ways to uh, overcome blocks and perhaps more tips. So, just stay tuned because we have so much uh, to share in the next segment uh, with our amazing guest, Petra Nicole. She's joining us today from Oregon on Teaching Through Stories, an international best-selling author, intuitive coach, mentor, and uh, she's the founder of her own publishing company, Petra's Publishing House. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace one another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group, that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light from multi-dimensional realities who are actually here with us wanting to step up and support us i welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today many blessings to you you can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. 
Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Dot com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love on our show today, Teaching Through Stories with our amazing guest, Petra Nicole. She's joining us today from Oregon, international best-selling author, intuitive coach, mentor, and founder of her own publishing house, Petra's Publishing House. <laughs> and Petra, we were talking about uh, 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 previously about lessons. And what are lessons that perhaps you have learned about life from your writing? Ah, oh, there was so, <laughs> so many, many lessons. <laughs> it only took me three years to write the first book. And my boyfriend would say, are you ever going to finish? And I said, oh, it's like Leonardo da Vinci. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> You're the architect, you right. <laughs> it could take 30 years. I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, to be a little bit more serious, I have, <laughs> I have learned uh, many, many lessons, and I'm truly grateful for all of them. But the biggest lesson by far is that only love prevails and to not sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the number one lesson in my life that I live daily is not, not to sweat, sweat the small stuff. Even little things like yesterday, somebody was late two hours, you know, and there was a moment where I thought, oh, I could get upset right now. My whole day is ruined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's always a perfect reason for everything. 
And to just tune in to this other dimension, into the fourth, fifth dimension, realize that everything is in divine order. Yes. We do not have control or orchestrate it. <laughs> so yeah. there's, a, there's a saying that says that man makes plans and becomes the laughter of the gods. Mm, perfect. Right? And I love mm-hmm. And and we all get caught in worry and fear and desire, and it's the human condition. So we truly have to give ourselves a break. Love yourself, love your life, love what you do. And love love prevails. I love what you were saying because love can take us out of fear when we get into that vibration. So thanks for sharing that. And the fact that we have to catch ourselves when you get caught up in being reactive to what may be happening in your life that you can't control. Mm -hmm. That's exactly like right, right now my cat is at the window and she's scratching. (laughs) Can't control that. I I have to let her do what I I can't let Bella in, (laughs) but she she's good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Petri. Now, now you have some, tips uh, to help people learn how to write or people are interested in writing, please share those. Well, so I, the first tip, and, and I think uh, we, um, we left a meditation link for you uh, to listen to, and this is a very powerful golden light meditation. It's a guided meditation, but it clears out some of the cobwebs of what, you know, what is maybe still lingering in your life. And if you do that meditation once or twice a day for a few weeks, you will see some some really clear results of being um, much more on point about what it is you want to create in your life. But one of the fun things when I taught the class uh, how to write a book in 48 hours, what I can give you listeners right now is go out and get a poster board, get a really large poster board. And then draw a circle and then draw lines through the circle. So you can make 12 pieces like pizza slices. Okay. And then meditate on the chapters. Each of the pizza slices becomes a chapter in your book. And I want you to write on the outer rim, the title in pencil. So you can later erase it if you need to. And write this in pencil so that later you can absolutely adjust it. And once you write all the chapters, then fill in the rest of the pizza on this white, beautiful poster board. And you will already have an outline of the story. And I think it would be really fun, Jean, if people do this and they send in pictures that they can post on Facebook so that I can respond to them. Oh, wonderful. Because I could tell your audience then, you know, what this story could be. Like, say, for example, I had someone in my uh, book uh, workshop, an older gentleman, 75 years old, and he had a story about Egypt. But it was a project he headed in Egypt, and it was beautiful because it all came together in, in this on this poster board, like magic. I mean, it was channeled. It was so, so beautiful. And then uh, another girl told her story about growing up in Philadelphia in some strange neighborhood with very eccentric parents. And it was like comedy. It was comedy. It was so funny. So um, 
it would be it would be fabulous if we could get pictures from people's poster boards and what they want to talk about. Mm, interesting. That, that's, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And you mentioned, yeah, the vision board, you know, having to, you know, because I, I create that and put pictures and where I want to be and where I am now and what I'm doing, things that inspire you. So a vision board can be so helpful. And uh, you, uh, if people connect with you, perhaps you can help them look at how they can, you know, make a story out of something that they're experiencing or out of their life events. Yeah, and they can fill out the poster board and 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 create the chapters uh, of their life in these twelve segments on the poster board, and and you know I sometimes when people get started, I always just say, do the meditation and create a vision board, but try not to do this on your computer, because on the computer it's just digital. You need to really cut out the pictures. You need to use the pencil. You need to use the coloring sticks. You know, you have to put the energy of your hands into it. And a poster board could be any any size for a vision board that you like to create, depending how big your vision is for your life. So it's very, very fun. But there, those are good points on how to get started. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Well, how can people connect with you? First of all, you're going to tell us a little bit about your books and how people can access your books and then how our listeners can connect with you. Well, uh, all my books are on Audible and on Amazon. So you just plug in my name, Patron Nicole, and it's N-I-C-O-L-L. There's no E. (laughs) (laughs) And just find me on Amazon or on Audible, and you can download um, the books. But if you want a a signed version, you can uh, order them on my website at patronicole.com. And uh, if someone wants to uh, get into writing their own book, they can go to my publishing website. And then I also have workshops lined up uh, this year. We just postponed a workshop that was uh, happening on the 24th of uh, March, but we had to move it out a little bit. It was all on energy medicine. And uh, a doctor friend of mine was coming out and something happened. So we had to push that out slightly. But uh, yeah, I teach Reiki classes and I do a golden light meditation workshops and energy medicine workshops. And we just love bringing people together. And you know how they say, whenever there are two or more in my name, there I will be also. So there's a lot of power in bringing people together to uh, participate in these amazing workshops. And what I have found, even from teaching, writing classes, is that uh, in the group, people inspire and help each other. (laughs) And it builds confidence. It takes people out of fear. And that whole that interaction is so, you know, positive when you have others uh, uh, involved in you creating or sharing your story, you know. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100 percent. There is there's a definite magic that takes place that happens during these retreats. And you've gone you went to India recently, didn't you? Yes. Yes. So enlightening and inspiring. And I have a book that's going to be coming out shortly about India and inward journey. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I can't wait for that to come out because, you know, there's a, there's a real compare notes, Gene. I have a whole segment on India. And, oh, and- wow. 
Uh, Where? I love India. I could live there, honestly. Yeah. Yes, in the high Himalayas, pristine, with the visiting with the venerable monks, and it's just, oh gosh, just breathtaking and enlightening. So we'll have to have another show on <laughs> on our experiences. That's on India. <laughs> and uh, again, uh, Pet Peter has uh, a golden light meditation that she shared uh, with us to help remove writing blocks and not only writing blocks, there are other things that you like to overcome to live a meaningful life. So by all means, you know, tune into that work uh, uh, meditation that's available to all of our listeners. Well, Petra, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, so little time for so much to share. And I am so grateful for you being here today. And uh, likewise, and Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Yes, yes. Very nice concluding point. So we invite listeners to tune back in on demand to share our show with others and connect with Petra to learn more and uh, perhaps, you know, get your book published through her company. Uh, Tune in next week for our show, uh, Creating Confident Kids with Linda Dyer. Uh, as strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by accessing your weekly love practice posted on the blog pages of my websites, jeanfarrisjourney.com and jeanmariefarrisconsciousloving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. What would the world be like without stories? We connect and see ourselves in the stories of others. Life lessons are universal, even through our experience, even though our experiences vary and may be different. They can be meaningful, cathartic, and valuable wisdom for ourselves and others. And as Buddha quotes, let yourself be open and life will be easier. Be where you are. Otherwise, you will miss your life. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.